Welcome to the Mark Howard Broadcast. The Mark Howard Broadcast is a God-driven, God-centered, God-inspired talk show featuring God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's Wednesday. It also features Brother Tony Meyer. Now, I must say to you, um, since we just had Thanksgiving, Brother Tony Myers did an excellent little brief um, YouTube on Thanksgiving. It was simple, straight to the point, but it was very, as usual, profound. And we just wanted to say thank Brother Tony Myers for all the little things, the little um, you know, insights, profanity, the big ones, the little one, all the things that he has shared with us. And if you if you get a chance, listen to that Thanksgiving message. It was very encouraging, very inspiring. So, you know, you got a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, times were strange and everything else, but you know what? We have a lot to be thankful for. And I just wanted to say thank you, Brother Tony Myers. By the way, I am your host, Anthony Ford, and it's Wednesday. That means Brother Tony Myers, whether he has his guests, whether it's Brother Tony Myers, whether it's the Holy Spirit, whatever Brother Tony wants to do on Wednesday is up to Brother Tony Myers. Brother Tony Myers, it is all yours. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Come on, brother. Come on. But desire comes. It is a tree of life. Who's a tree of life? Jesus Christ. Amen. So we have. Hope, which is confident expectation, put off, makes the body sick. The heart, guess what? If the heart's sick, the body's sick. Amen. We need to get over this deal where we extinguish hope, where we put hope out where, oh, don't get your hopes up. But we also need to get to the place where we're not striving to be in hope at a mental level and intellectual level. Many people think that they're in hope. Really, they're in wishful thinking instead of true hope. True hope is released from within, from the Holy Spirit. And it isn't from the thoughts in your head. It isn't something that we try to place in our thoughts. It springs from the Holy Spirit. Now, our hope deferred. So many people put, take that. And when they're looking for healing or whatever, they're blaming God because they're not seeing anything. Well, you know, when every day you wake up and you're expecting and you ain't seeing, then God's deferring my hope. No, he ain't. You are. And more than likely, as in Proverbs 18, 20, and 21 state, um, a man's belly shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth. Yes. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yes. Those that love death eat the fruit of death. 
Those that love life eat the fruit of life. So if your hope, if your confident expectation does not have fruit, it's not because the Holy Spirit stopped it or didn't do it. Because the put off comes in on our end. Not on his end. True hope does not fail us. True hope, true expectation is like when I take a sledgehammer to the TV, it barrels through it. Because now you're not looking for the negative outcome. Because now you know it is going to happen. You've already got the yes and amen from the Lord. And so therefore, what do you have not to be hopeful about? Hope, faith, believing, all works together. It's not God failing on any level. It is us putting our hope off, our confident expectation off, because we're looking in the wrong direction. What, where our confidence comes from is the Holy Spirit. What gives us the confidence? We already know the answer. So instead of looking at the problem, we are seeing the solution as if it's already happened. And the moment that happens is when we do see it. And I don't care what the circumstances are, whether it's financial, whether it's physical healing, mental healing, True hope destroys unbelief. You cannot be truly confidently expecting an outcome and have unbelief at the same time. If that's the case, then guess what? You're wishful thinking. That is not combined with faith. That is not combined with believing. Hope plus believing results in an action because I already know the truth and already have the answer. Therefore, that projects me to do. We have a completely wrong idea of what true hope is. But with everything put together, that's what busts through unbelief. That's what busts through wrong theology, true, confident expectations. You can even say true confidence. Because that's what it is. That is what biblical hope is. 
Most of us use it as wishful thinking, and then we turn around and we blame God by saying things like, well, nothing happened, so yeah, my hope's deferred because God let me down. When the truth is, what were you just speaking two minutes ago? What were you speaking five minutes? What were you speaking that was coming from the heart when you were in that group session at work and saying how you have to take medicine and saying how, how you're scared of this and you're scared of that? Who put the hope off? Not God. The Holy Spirit's feeding you expectation. But are we listening? Or are we too busy listening to our own doubts and to the doubts of those who are around us? And this is key. We have the control to recognize the Holy Spirit supplying all of our needs. And it can because it's the Holy Spirit, therefore, it's not our faith, it's not our this, our that, it's the Holy Spirit supplying it to us at all times. But that's where we have to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit than to the things of this world. Then to the doctor that says, I'm sorry, nothing we can do. <laughs> to the well-meaning friend. You want to know who the thief is? The thief is that well-meaning friend. Is that, well, don't get your hope up now. Mm, mm, come on. That's the thief in John 10, 10, other people, especially leadership. I've heard many a church leader make a statement, well, hope just ain't enough. Right, I've heard it. I've heard it too. I've heard many leadership say, what good, what good does it do to say bless you? I've literally heard church leaders say that because they have no understanding of what blessing is when coming from the heart. And so this is part of believing, taking it as a fact. Then you're adding to that a confident expectancy, a confidence, if you will. I already know the end result. Therefore, what am I looking for? So that will propel me to an action without thinking about it, without trying to set it up, 
I would just do it almost automatically. Why? Because I've got the fact, the unquestionable fact, that I already have the answer from the Holy Spirit who's inside of me. So therefore, I have confidence that I know I will see that outcome. I already know the answer. Therefore, the substance appears. <clears throat> Why? Because I believe I have already received. And that works every case, every time, regardless of the rationalization we want to do. Now, I've been there and done that. We tend to rationalize things away and put it off, and we'd rather deal with abstracts. Well, someday I'll get my healing. Well, well, I'll be healed when we get to heaven. We don't need healing when we get to heaven. Right on. That, that saying there is a cop-out. And it's not a faithful saying. It's not, it's, it's not a faith-filled statement to begin with. We aren't going to have these same physical bodies we have now. Amen. There is no need for healing. It's a cop-out. Something I say all the time, that's why we have to be transparent with ourselves and not allow ourselves to rationalize things away, not allow ourselves to give in and to look for an excuse. Instead, we need to be transparent with ourselves because I will be honest when somebody is telling me, Tony, I've been expecting, I've been expecting, I've been hoping, just like you said, I've been hoping. So then you've seen improvement, right? Nope, ain't nothing happened. Okay, so then what are you expecting to happen? Because five minutes ago, you were just talking about how the doctor, when you go to your doctor's appointment in a day from now, the doctor's going to increase your medicine. That's not hope. Where's your confidence? Your confidence is it's gotten so bad, the doctor's got to increase your medicine. That's your confidence. And yes, I am being very blunt because we are not transparent with ourselves and we, we do not pay attention to what is truly in our heart. Instead, we go with what's in our thoughts, but we're making our thoughts paint a picture that isn't true. Wow. Mm. Mm. 
I've been, uh, uh, you know, and look, this is not saying condemnation by any means. I've done the very same thing. That gives me the right to tell the truth. But we've rationalized our unbelief away. And we are not transparent with ourselves. What's in our heart comes out of our mouths when we're not trying to control what's coming out. Now, when I'm talking to somebody, some people, a lot of people, say the way the right words. Christians are very well practiced at saying the right words. Right on. <laughs> but what are you saying outside of church? What are you saying when you're not talking to Tony? What are you saying? When you're talking to friends, because that's what you really believe. Because when you're talking to Tony, and this doesn't have to be a conscious thought, but you're automatically watching your words, you're automatically trying to sound spiritual, and in many cases, trying to sound like Tony instead of being honest. And like I said, I am not putting anyone down whatsoever. I have been there. <laughs> the key is, let the truth come from your heart. Let it put the truth as concrete. Be more sensitive to the truth than you are to the physical reality. And when that happens, you will all of a sudden notice a change. And it will sneak up on you. Quit living in false hope. Stop it. Get over it. If it's true hope, then you are speaking, thinking, walking, and talking in faith. No matter who's in front of you, no matter what you're doing, because then it's coming from the heart. And if it's coming from the heart, then guess what? You are seeing improvement. Yesterday, with two bros, we were talking about how many, pretty much everyone, doesn't have a lack of confidence that they're hearing from God. Right. He's part of us. We can't help but to hear from him. But we don't recognize that's him. And there are so many different situations where you're you're actually hearing from him and you're repeating what he's telling you. But you lack confidence because you think it's up to you to hear correctly. You're putting this stress on you instead of not having the trust that the Holy Spirit can communicate to you 
in spite of your faults. So you're lacking confidence in yourself and you don't need confidence in yourself. You need confidence in the Holy Spirit that he is more powerful than your lack of belief, than your lack of whatever it may be. We should always be pointing to the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we can't lack confidence in the Holy Spirit. Most people, they're pointing at the wrong thing that's to themselves, and they lack confidence that they're able to do it instead of putting the confidence in the Holy Spirit. I want you, I'm going to say this again. Okay. And that is that we, la- we lack in confidence that we're hearing from God instead of being confident that the Holy Spirit can, can help us to hear him. He can communicate to us in spite of our failings. Now, which way is more powerful? Put your confidence in the Holy Spirit. He is good at what he does. He knows how to communicate with his own creation. He is a part of us. So he knows. Now we rationalize it away. You've got the sixth sense. You've got mother's intuition. You've got all these different things we call it when really it's the Holy Spirit. Right. And then we're there saying, I don't hear from the Lord. I can't hear from him. I want to, but I don't hear him. Yes, you do. You do. Amen. Surely do. I have people, and I'm not pointing the finger at my awesome host, Anthony, (laughs) that would be speaking from the Holy Spirit and then turn around and say, but Tony, I'm not hearing the Holy... Wait a minute. You just gave that word of knowledge And now you're telling me you're not hearing from the Holy Spirit? Yes, you are. Get over yourself. That is the truth. It has happened many times, and now I'm aware of it. He's right. Brother Tony is absolutely right on that. And so we shouldn't have confidence. Put the confidence on the Holy Spirit. Where I can't hear, he is the expert communicator, and he can put things in ways that I understand even though I've got no cognizant, no thinking along that lines. He still knows how how to communicate with me. Put it on him. Because he's the expert. He's the creator. If, If you have got a professional basketball player on your 
let uh all right you're you're in a basketball league right well you you get one one game where a professional basketball player comes on and is playing with your team what are you gonna do you're gonna Ain't nobody else going to touch that ball. You're going to get that ball right to that professional, right? Every single time. You ain't going to play around. Every one of your teammates, you're going to throw it right to him. Correct? Correct. I mean, (laughs) right. Well, guess what? You've got the Holy Spirit. He is the professional. You throw it at him. All we're responsible for is seeking. Hey, God, I want to hear you. And he's communicating to us. The problem is we don't recognize it because we're rationalizing it away. Because we don't, we think we are not good enough. We think this, we think that, and everything else. He is our completion. And so my nicest words are, get over it. He is the good shepherd. We are his sheep. His sheep know his voice. We do know his voice, and we can hear from him. Amen is our lack of confidence in ourselves when it isn't about us. It's about how good he is. It's about how capable he is. He can get through to us. And so... In Jesus' name, I speak Holy Spirit amnesia right now. Thank you, Jesus. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Wow. Oh, not that easy. You said a lot today. A very, very good message. And I just had one or two. I want to give an example to the uh, Mark Howard broadcast. But I'm sensing quite a few are saying, well, how do you do it? How do you do it? For example, and I'm, I'm going to give an example that this person was discussing. Um, I'll just leave it open. Um, how do you do it? You rely on the Holy Spirit. All right. right. He said, I'm going for an answer. I'm I'm going for a job interview. I'm hoping I get the interview. So what do I do? Do I hope for the interview or do I say I have the job? What what what, what would be the right approach here? That's self-explanatory. What is confident expectation? What is confidence? That you believe you got this job. That's right. Okay. Enough said. That's it. I mean, you don't have to make this all dramatic and hard. You, confident expectation. I'm going for the job interview and I'll get the job and you plan or, or, as if you already have it. The job's already mine. Amen. That's Amen. confidence. You don't, go in, you don't go into a basketball game thinking, well, maybe we'll win, maybe we won't. You go into a basketball game, we're going to win. Amen. Right. You go in there with the winning attitude. Right. That, even when you go into battle in a war, you go in to win. You don't go in, well, this could happen. No, you go to win. You don't ask the what ifs. If you do, you're dead. Right. And, and something that you said in just this uh, message today 
when I was um, I was in prayer yesterday and I was saying, is that you? Is that you? And he said, it is I. Stop doubting. And he showed me the whole thing with Thomas, you know, in the scriptures. And Thomas said, I won't believe till I can put my finger in this thing. And like six, seven days later, he comes in and he says, put your finger in. Oh, no, no. I believe put the finger in the spot. And he puts me and says, stop doubting and believe. And that's what he's telling me. Like you just said, it is you. You're hearing from him. But we put so much, well, I'm expecting it to be like that. We, we, I, I can say this from fact. real and Doubting ourselves. Right. Thank you. From real experience that, that you had. And not from- only that, I'm going to stand up for Doubting Thomas because I hate people saying that. Every single dis- disciple doubted. Yeah, they all left. <laughs> they all they left. doubted. When Jesus came into the room on the very time Thomas was absent, they all doubted right then and there. But yet we want to stick our nose and we want to point our finger at Thomas. Thomas wasn't wasn't the only one that doubted. Every disciple doubted. It was just not at the same time Thomas did, just because he wasn't there when it happened. Right. So let me set that record straight. You better call every single disciple a doubter because they were all doubting. Mm. It's right there in scriptures. Right, right, right. When you when you read it, yeah, right. It, and the only reason is because that 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 term has been we used. We love to put labels on the people. Right. We that term's been used over and over again. In so many sermons, well, you remember Doubting Thomas. That wasn't his name. His name was, that wasn't his name, nor did Jesus call him Doubting Thomas. His name was Didymus, not Doubting. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, you're right. And and we have, I mean, my gosh, and I've heard the same thing said about um, Noah, that he was a drunk. The man was building an ark for hundred. He wasn't a drunk. He, that one occasion, he messed up after building an ark and everything. And I've heard Pastor, you see, and he was never mentioned again in the word. And I've asked the Holy Spirit about that. No, that's not correct. We, 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 well, anyhow, another subject. But this was a great lesson again. And I hope that it, I know, I know a lot of individuals, if you listen to this program again, that's what I keep saying again, what Brother Tony Mine has done here is unpacked a lot of, I don't know how you say, a misconfusion in hope, confident expectation, I think or believe, and unfortunately caused by religion. Instead of, I mean, we don't, sometimes we don't do it. When you go to turn on your light switch, you don't hope it's going to come on. You expect it to come on. I mean, really, that, that's what we do. When you flush your toilet, you expect the water to go down. You don't you expect- have confidence. You're not even thinking about it. Amen. That's it. I think you go, you flip the light switch on. That's confidence. Come on. Now, you ain't got to work it up, make it up, or anything else. For real, you don't switch the switch and say, oh, please, Lord, let the light come on. Oh, God, I beg you. I rebuke the darkness. No, you don't do all that. You took the switch, you turn the light on. You don't even think about it. Yet, when God, when God tells us something, we got to think about it, mull it over, talk to the pastor, pray over it 50 million times, fast over it. And God said, didn't Because the circumstance and our viewpoint in our perception, the circumstance is greater than the Holy Spirit in us. Oh, wow. Whoa. That's, that's why. That's Let's very, be honest with ourselves. Yeah, that's a sturdy statement. You're saying our beliefs was overriding the Holy Spirit. Wow. Ooh. 
So we have more confidence in the circumstances than we do in the Holy Spirit. That's why. Recognize that. Mm -hmm. Then turn away from it. And turn away from it by recognizing the power and the love of the Holy Spirit? Yes. That's it. Who's in you? Yes. Who's in you? Every Christian says it, but only I and Paul mean it. Greater is he who's in me. Greater is he. We quote it all the time, but we don't believe it. As greater is the circumstance. For real. Wow. Wow. Greater is the circumstance. That's a good way to put that. Wow. Yeah. Even though he's greater as he is in us, he said, now greater is the circumstances outside of me. Wow. This is a great lesson, man. Yeah. So we need to get over ourselves. We are fully more than capable of trusting the Holy Spirit inside of us. And we can. Wow. Now I'm really done. So okay. No, in me. I'm 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 glad you spent the extra time to get those um questions out and, 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 and the fine points. I do appreciate that, brother Tony. As usual, it was a um what can I say? A great short to the point message, which is so great. The brevity right to the point. Um if you if you would please um end us out in prayer. Be blessed, be healed, and be a blessing. Yes, you've been listening to the Mark Howard Broadcast. And as you all know by now, it's a God-driven, God-centered, God-inspired talk show featuring God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And Wednesday, it features Brother Tony Myers. And once again, Brother Tony Myers has blessed us all with a very inspirational, encouraging message on hope. And when you um, get a chance, you can listen to this at any time and you can reach Brother Tony on his Facebook page, on his YouTube page and anywhere else. He's, he's all over the place. Um, he's had several books. I'll go to his website, browse around it. And if you'd like to donate and give, I mean, this is the season of Thanksgiving. We could be thankful for this brother who spent so much time with us. Be grateful and thankful. But it was once again a great lesson, a great um. Uh, opportunity to learn what real hope is and real, you know, faith and real believing, confident expectation. First time I ever heard that phrase was from this brother almost like a year ago. Well, confidence in his book, so confident expectation. Once again, two years ago. It's that long? Yes. Oh my gosh. I didn't know. Wow. Well, you heard him two years ago. I've heard that it, it seemed it went so fast. Didn't know that. Well, that's what when you're enjoying the Lord and his people, it goes fast. Brother Tony, thank you. Thank you so much for spending your time once again. And as you'll now know, um, we will be with Brother Tony next Wednesday. And um, whatever he blesses us, we're grateful and thankful. And so I want to thank you now, Brother Tony, for all that you did to us today. I'm excited about this lesson, too. I'm going to listen to it myself again. Thank you, Brother Tony. Thank you so much. God bless you and yours. And to the Mark Howard Broadcast audience, listen to this more than once, please. Listen to it several times. If you have any questions, you can go to his website, uh, Tony Believes, and, and get all, and, and you have areas where you can um, put questions in anything. We also have the website attached to this um, broadcast that you can also do that. But once again, thank you, Brother Tony.
Thank you very much.